Hey, welcome back. Steve here. And today I'm talking with JP Gilbo, the CEO of Navigate 360. We're talking safety solutions for schools and other organizations. So much to learn today. You're going to get a lot out of this episode. Uh, by the way, before you go, it would be so cool if you could give the podcast a five-star rating or a positive review or both. Could you do that for me? Yeah, one of the ways you can do that is go to my website, stephenmaletto.com slash reviews, and uh, you could go in there and leave a review. Or you could go to the podcast app that you're listening to, me on. And like if you're on Apple, you just go where the podcast art is and go down towards the bottom. You'll go through different episodes and then suddenly right there, there it is. And that's the place where you can leave us a five-star review and as well as you could uh, uh, go in there and write a positive review. Could you do that for me? That would be so awesome. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. It's the education podcast, your favorite show, with lots of groovy guests and they share what they know. So crank it up to 10 and let your neighbors know that here's another show with Dr. Steve Milletto. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Ah, ah, with Dr. Steve Milletto. Over the last three decades, J.P. Gilbo has used data, technology, and modern solutions to protect and advance causes for vulnerable and under, underserved communities. These efforts across schools, faith-based organizations, and nonprofits have given J.P. the experience and perspective needed to address his most important mission, creating safe spaces that save lives. As chief executive officer and father of five, J.P. leads with an unwavering belief in this simple truth— Every child should be able to experience each school day without fear. His passionate team includes safety and education leaders, data scientists and analysts, dedicated customer experience professionals, and others who ensure K-12 schools and the communities that support them have the expertise needed to build safe and supportive learning environments for students, teachers, and staff. The unmatched strength of this multidisciplinary team, coupled with trend and sentiment data across the safety and wellness, protecting more than 14 million people annually. As the premier provider of safety solutions for schools, leading to enhanced student well-being, Navigate 360's programs and solutions work in close concert with each other to flag concerning at-risk behavior so that when seconds matter, steps to prevent or mitigate violent incidents can be implemented. Everything they do is focused on saving lives. Our focus today is on Navigate 360. JP, thanks for joining me today. Great to have you on the show, and say hi to everyone. Hello, everyone, and hello, Stephen. Thank you for having me. So, JP, I'm so glad you can be here today. It's uh, it's awesome getting ready to talk about Navigate 360. And uh, before I do that, though, in your bio, I read that you're a father of five. Now, that's cool. What do you like most about being a father? I am a I am a father of five, Stephen, and, and you know I I think what I like most about it is is just watching the evolution of of how kids go from being kids and the things they take in in terms of great appreciation that sometimes we as adults always lose sight of. I I remember you know one of my sons taking a bite of an apple and you know the smile that erupted from his face and the crunch and and you know another another one of my kids that I had to take out and see the moon every night um, before, before he went to bed. Otherwise it was, it was, it was trauma in the bed that we, we had, we couldn't get him to sleep. So, you know, I just, I love watching kids grow and, and, um, and, and not only that uh, being a father and being parents, it's important that I think about uh, building, 
building their self-esteem and building their confidence in themselves through nurturing and love and, and, and coaching and counseling. Um, uh, that's what I love most about them and the time we get to share with them. That's so awesome. Cause that is, that is it, you just hit a nail on the head. I mean, it's, uh, one of the things I love is that, uh, it's really unpredictable sometimes what uh, things will be said or done. And, uh, <laughs> and so you kind of go with the flow or, uh, or your life's going to be very stressful if you don't. <laughs> it, it, it is. You can't, you can't predict everything. And having, having five kids, I, I've seen some things that tend to repeat and other things that just come out of the blue that you didn't, you didn't foresee. And each one's different. Nice. I love that. Cause I had, I have two sons and I'm not sure I could have made it <laughs> beyond two. All right. <laughs> so all the power to you, man. That's, that's so cool. So, uh, you know, as a father myself, one of the things that is almost always on my mind is whether my child's safe or not. And, you know, my kids aren't in, you know, it's funny. I watch, uh, there's some TV show that I watched one time that, uh, the, the dad on the TV show made a comment to his TV wife that, uh, you know, we thought that when they got older, um, we'd stop worrying about them. But I think what we've done is we've made the sure sure thing that we're going to worry about them for the, our whole life <laughs> and uh, I think they're right <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's so true I think back to uh, you know my formative years and my educational background uh, was in um, uh, psychology and uh, I graduated from the University of Michigan Dearborn with a degree in psychology uh, I worked in a trauma center outside of Detroit so I've seen, you know, the, the full spectrum of everything that is, is good about human behavior and building strong, healthy minds and character that lead to, to good, good, good behaviors and outcomes for people. And I've seen, uh, you know, tragedy and accidents and trauma uh, in, that, in that time that I spent in, in working in a hospital. And I think what it, what it did for me in that realm is understand how important preparedness is, how important um, planning and readiness and what if scenarios uh, go through your mind is as, as a father, you know, I, I do walk through life with, with an element of always thinking ahead to what's the next potential thing that could could come at us, uh, whether it's uh, uh, me as a person or us as a company or us as a family, uh, the things we can do to be prepared and, and be ready for um, actually enable us to, to move and meet kind of periods of, of um, challenge uh, in, in a positive way. So um, I, I ag agree with you. I, I worry all the time about, about our kids. And I, I will say, I remember the time, when they first first got the keys to the car, oh, that was that was those were the moments that you were really worried as a parent. Most definitely, that's that's like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, it's what's you know just a side note. What's even funnier about it is that I know that my parents had no clue once I had the car and you know, I had my own car and I took off and I went different places. They had no clue where I was driving, what time I was driving, or where I was, and <laughs> you know, so payback. Is interesting. It is. <laughs> it is. Payback is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. So let's talk about. Uh, let's shift gears and let's talk about Navigate Three Hundred and Sixty. So, what's its purpose? I mean, what? Why does it exist? 
You know, I, I, I think straightforward. You said this in the opening. We exist to save lives and create space, safe spaces where everybody can grow and thrive. Um, it, it's, it's rooted in kind of what we do and how we think about things. You know, I go back, the company's got three decades of experience in school safety. Um, often, and the way I've seen it uh, in the market is, is safety has been one of, you know, prepare manage the incident and survive. And what what I wanted to kind of do and think differently about is not just those elements, because the, the ability to prepare, practice, and survive an incident is critically important. Things do happen in this world. But I wanted to bring an element of, of you know what, prevention and prevention first uh, to, to our schools and to our kids and to, to think about how we can enable schools to be a, po- a positive experience. And they are positive experiences, but we want to enhance those po- positive experiences. And we want to we want to prevent uh, really the, the despair, the hopelessness, the suicide, the, the violence that can occur in a school. We want to take that out and, and, and really have a world where every kid can approach their school day with, with optimism, with confidence, and with, with excitement to grow and learn. Awesome. And, and so with that question, I got to ask right along with it, because I've read some things about uh, um, the creation of the company and so forth. And it's uh, um, changed from um, it, as it's grown and, uh, and evolved. And one of the things that uh, I was just wondering, I mean, what made it the path to follow? I mean, where'd that navigate 360? I mean, where, where, what made it say to you, this is what I got to do? Well, you know, I'm, I'm in my, uh, you know, mid fifties. Um, and as I said, I, you know, I was a, a graduate of the university of Michigan Dearborn with a degree in psychology and I wanted to become an educator. Um, certainly we all have life pivots and I had a life pivot on my, when my first child in my last year of, of school and, and that meant I had to go do something that I needed to create income for my family. And, what was important is, you know, I found that business became an element of just another platform to teach and grow people. So that, that was a, a great 30 plus years of, of a career. But I think in my last 10, uh, learning what I've learned about, you know, um, underserved and what I call the underdog communities. And those are our schools. Those are our churches. And those are our nonprofits. Often they are time starved, people starved, what I just simply say resource starved. And, you know, what became vitally important for me is, is to think about anything I want to do day to day now as, a, as, as something that gives back and creates a better society. And so, you know, that was the opportunity uh, with Navigate 360 to, you know, really think about the youth as our future leaders, those that will carry life forward. Um, and how do we make this a better place and a better world and a safer world for them? Excellent. I, you know, one of the things that you have different areas that you focus on, and uh, uh, one of the first ones, I just want to use that to kind of segue straight into, you know, one of those those focus areas is mental health and, uh, um, you know, specifically looking at mental health and wellness. And uh, um, I wanted to uh, just kind of, Talk with you a little bit about what, what you see Navigate 360, you know, doing to address those areas and what they, you know, what specifically are they geared towards? 
Yeah, I think I think the the, the important thing, and when I talk to educators and I talk to counselors I, and look at look at the data, you know, we know that depression, stress, anxiety are all obstacles that get in the way of learning. And, um, you know, the, we're realizing that, you know, at, at the core kind of your, your psychological, your physical safety and security are really important if you're going to maximize your potential to learn. And that, that goes back to when I look at every active shooter incident that's occurred, like, sure, we want to teach people to survive those and prevent those things from happening. But if we can get all the way back, to the root of how the, the mind is developing, how the, uh, the the core skills of character are developing, that's that's the opportunity. And there's, you know, there's 50 million students in our schools. Um, and I think for the most part, 85% are, are doing well. And, you know, schools are setting a practice of explicit behavioral expectations. They're setting a, a, a practice of, of safe behaviors and now starting to teach character education and life skills. And so what we wanted to do is be part of that and help shape that curriculum and make it easier for educators to deliver it and also make it easier uh, to identify and help kids that 15% or 20% that sometimes steer off the pathway to wellness and into a pathway of potential violence or harm and helping those kids see those kids earlier and help them address the issues that they're, they're having. And that's what steered us into the mental health and, and um, uh, character education development programs that we have here uh, today. Gotcha. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, you know, one of the things that, uh, I mean, you're talking to someone who in my uh, career, I've, um, I'm a former high school principal and um, went to places to try and fix things that uh, you know, I was hired to specifically um, address those type um, different act, things that were going on in the school at the time to get them on the right path. And, and uh, unfortunately in, in my first school, I experienced having uh, um, one week apart from each other, two students take their lives. And uh, they were two people who um, they law enforcement pretty much felt like the second one because she did, she copycatted the first one. Yeah. Um, and, uh, cause they didn't know each other, weren't in the same groups or anything. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, uh, y- you focus on is you, you talk, you, you get into suicide awareness and prevention. And, you know, one of the things I always remember about, uh, the, uh, funeral of the, of the one, um, student, the one who followed it up, um, the first event, um, was that when at her funeral, they were playing her favorite songs and reading from her journal and, and uh, stuff that she wrote about. And it was pretty amazing because I was standing there with a social worker who was like, are you listening to these words? And no one seemed to catch this when, well, no one caught it when she was in this world um, because that's, everything was about going away. Yeah, I, I think that's, um, I, I think that's right. I, I think there is a, a spiral of, of hopelessness or despair that starts out minor and gets repeated um, uh, through that, that, that pathway down. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so easy to move into suicidal ideation. Um, 
for for kids and for for adults. And and I think it's you know the training and awareness is is incredibly important. It's something that we bring to schools, to educators, to counselors, and even to to kids to help them be aware and to recognize the signs and not only just recognize the signs, but know what to do, telling a trusted adult and having trusted adults know what to do to intervene. But I think there's, you know, this, this is where you're touching on something that I've seen across mass mass shooters and suicides of there are data points that are very, very hard to see. Um, yet they are out there in kind of siloed acute areas. And when you can start to associate them like music and words and journal writing and online media, um, anyone discreet statement might lead you to believe this is just a child expressing something and it's an, it's not anything to worry about, but put those five things together listening to the song or writing in their journal, something they shared on social media and maybe two absences in, in the last week. That's particularly not common for a student. And all of a sudden you get a different picture that emerges. And this is where I think it, it, you know, my, my passion for technology and unlocking the value of data is to say, how do we connect those things so that principals and administrators can acutely and quickly see them uh, and get in front of them because the faster we can identify a child that is in need or or moving towards a pathway to harm themselves or others, the better chance we have at you know affecting that child's life and affecting that school and that culture. You know, it's so uh, easy to to miss, especially if I would think if, if someone's not paid, uh, giving you some tools to to understand what you might be hearing or seeing or reading or witnessing. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, the, I, I published a, a, a post this weekend online um, about the New Jersey girl that was 14 that took her life after a bullying incident that went viral online. Um, and so often we're, we do concentrate on the punishment of those that perpetrate or, or are acting as the aggressors in our school system. And sometimes we leave, you know, we forget the victim. Uh, and unfortunately, this child was, was embarrassed, reached a level of despair as everything went viral and, you know, saw no pathway out. And those are the things that we want to be able to connect and, and say, look, it's not just those that are committing these acts of, of bullying and aggression, but it's those that are in, in real need. And how do we also care for and put interventions and supports in place for those that are experiencing kind of the trauma that, that come with some of the things that are happening around our schools and our communities. Gotcha. That's um, it's a powerful discussion to have and to be able to put the tools in the hands of the people who are with kids all the time who, to help them uh, be able to understand uh, services that can be delivered. So, um, you know, one of the things, let's switch subjects. I mean, one of the things you, you mentioned just a little bit ago, I mean, you can't go through the day without hearing about some violence committed somewhere, somewhere, somehow. And, you know, if you're a parent, you worry about your child and you worry about what they're doing and, and the possibility that uh, of what might happen, you know, you know, another area that you focus on is threat detection and prevention. Can you talk about the training that you provide to, to address this? Sure, sure. I, I think, you know, 
it's important to kind of recognize and train everyone uh, to be kind of situationally aware and recognize the signs and signals that uh, individuals may be be dem- demonstrating. So, first thing we do is is teach about suicidal tendencies, suicidal behaviors, uh, acts of violence, and what they look like, and how to recognize those signs. Um, how to recognize, you know, quick quick and sudden mood changes, uh, repetitive patterns in, uh, you know, items that are associated with death, um, uh, tacit threats that someone would might make. So we teach, you know, everyone to recognize that there are certain signals and signs that might indicate a person is considering harm or violence to themselves or against others. And then we enable, you know, our schools to, uh, use modern day solutions, whether it's, you know, texting a tip in, uh, or, uh, picking up something that is existing in the, the, the G suite or the Google docs, uh, around, um, bullying or, or indications in their, in a, a, a child's writing that they're potentially harming and how to see those types of things. So, you know, we, we teach both on the level, how to recognize the signs and then also, on the level of what to do uh, when those signs become available, either through observational awareness or through the use of modern tools and technology that uh, you get an alert at your, at your safety response team or your school. Yeah, it's, it's uh, wild how, uh, you know, we can incorporate technology into trying to help us deal with this, this sort of stuff. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, being in school, a lot of times if we don't pay attention to things, we're kind of uh, um, vulnerable in, in different areas. And I, I was just curious, one of the things you talk about in your, um, you know, in the website for Navigate 360 is that there's such a thing as a security audit. And I was wondering if you could talk about what that actually, what that is and what that does for the, the uh, school or organization that you're working with. Yeah, you know, I I think it's you know whether whether it's a risk assessment or a security audit, um, it's the foundation of preparedness. And and so, you know, we have experts. There are experts out there in schools that go through every year uh, and look at everything from the emergency operations plan and manual, the processes, the training that goes on, the physical environment to identify where risk exists and to be able to give people um, back a report that says, this is where you have strengths and this is where you have weaknesses. And it's those weaknesses that we want to shore up to create, create a safety net and a, and a, and a higher level or layer of protection. And then an audit uh, is a function of testing those things, stress testing procedures and stress testing the processes to make sure that, you know, when we're checking someone in the building, uh, the person's coming through the appropriate door. They're, they're going through an ID or background check and they're being, uh, you know, kind of monitored or maintained in terms of when they should be in the building and when they're not in the building. So there, there are things like that. There are elements within that audit that also kind of test are people aware of what to do and how to respond in a particular drill or an incident. So our audits are helping, you know, test the, the procedures and policies that are in place and that are put in place by schools. Excellent. It, you know, it's uh, 
just just a note. I mean, what comes to mind with all of this? Something we're gonna I'm gonna talk about in just a little bit or ask about is uh, um, because it's, it starts making me wonder how how we go about doing this. So let's save that conversation for just a minute <laughs> um, because I think it's uh, um, just right there. Just having the the needing the possibility to uh, figure out how you um, engage navigates 360 and so forth. So we'll save that for just a second. I, I, you know, before we um, escape all this, you have uh, um, used technology and in-person training to help address the needs of your clients. Um, can you describe what this looks like? Because I thought it was kind of cool that you have these trainers, and but you also have the technology aspect of it where they can get training. That Either way. So can you talk about that? Sure, sure. I, I think, you know, I think number one, and, and I always think about you know, incident management and these things that unfold in schools. Most often our failure points are in people and process, not in technology. Um, and I've been a, a long student and a long leader of implementing technology. And one of my core beliefs is you start with the people and you start with the process. And so, so you have to kind of look at your technology solutions as enabling what people will do. And, and so you know, when we, we think about the training aspect, um, you know, there's a range of, of training that we provide. One is uh, we go out, we go out and we certify whether it's school resource officers, guardians, or people in charge of safety in their building. We, we certify them on all hazard or active shooter approaches uh, in terms of how they're going to train their district, how they'll train the bus drivers, how they'll train the janitorial staff, how they'll train the the administration and, and, and teachers. And what we like to do is make sure that that training is being done and conducted in an age and trauma informed way. And there's specialized skills that we want to make sure uh, as, as the, the drills and the application of training and awareness goes on, that's being done. Now we know that's hard to do for, for schools in large districts too. Um, so we do a blend. We, we build digital learning so that it can be effective and fast and efficient, uh, but also uh, for those that require specialized certification and training, we will come on site and do training. Um, so that's one element. The, the, other, the other element of, of training uh, really does center on, you know, the, the mental health curriculum, the character education curriculum. As you look at kind of teachers and social emotional learning, you know, one of the things that they always say is like, look, I'm still trying to build my skills in teaching this type of curriculum. So we have specialized uh, uh, teachers and educators and social emotional learning coaches that will go out and will conduct professional development training on both, you know, PBIS frameworks and social emotional delivery learning and education uh, in the classroom. And these things all work in tandem to create a stronger school culture, a preparedness of safety uh, and, uh, and, and program in the school. Excellent. And so that's going to walk me right into, so how do you, how does a school, school system, um, organization engage na- Navigate 360? I mean, how they, how they go about getting you to, to say, uh, come talk with me about uh, what you guys do, because I'm thinking that we need to do this. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, naturally, uh, um, you can go to our website, navigate360.com, uh, easily contact us through the, the phone number or the web form. Uh, you, you can find me at jgilbo uh, at navigate360.com or at 
JP Gildo on Twitter. I, I'm pretty active socially and uh, I, I love spending time with educators. So we're, we're a wide open source of, of opportunity to reach us. But, you know, I, I think the, uh, I, I will say, Stephen, when I think about it, it's never been harder to be a parent, to be a teacher, to be an administrator in schools. And safety and student wellness is such a complex multi-layered uh, uh, integrated system that I think is, is, is something that Navigate 360 is bringing uniquely to, to schools is to think about this as a holistic system. And when I think about when schools engage us, we're able to meet them where they are um, and think about what this looks like over a continuum in time um, and not just as kind of a point solution. Awesome. So, you know, we got, uh, you know, one of the things I'll do in my show notes is I'll make sure that I put the, the links to your uh, website as well as the social media links that you mentioned. And, uh, um, and that way it's easy for people to find. So um, as we're getting ready to close, I have two last questions that I want to ask you that are just what I like to ask my, my guests. But before we go there, I'm just wondering if you wanted to have some closing words to uh, just say why a school system to choose to work with you guys. Well, I think, you know, the, the important reason to work, work with us or, or consider us is, is number one, um, you know, we're by far the, the leader in, in partnering with schools, 40,000 plus schools, 16 million students that are, are protected uh, by, by nature of what we do. And, and I think what's uniquely different is what I've described, this layered approach to looking at uh, threat detection and assessment to positive and referral behavioral management and mental health, and then safety preparedness. All of those things fit together and they affect a culture of safety. They, they affect your culture of, of, of school climate. And, uh, you know, the makeup of our team is, you know, that of educators, law enforcement, uh, technology and data professionals that can uniquely partner and design with school systems uh, a solution that works for them. I always say there isn't a one size fits all answer. Um, we know every school, every child is different um, and you want to design for that. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, I'll have the information on how to contact you and uh, go to the website in my show notes, like I said. So I got two last questions for you, JP. And the, the last questions are like this. Um, how do you keep going when so much is going on that you may want to quit? Uh, I reach, I reach back to that, that, um, I, I reach back to a lot of things I've learned in, in, in my psychology days, Stephen. One, uh, I, I focus, I focus on my own mental health. Um, I do the things, uh, one of journaling. Um, I make sure I highlight the positives and the incremental progress that we, we make each day. Um, I think about the, the kids, um, and, and, employees uh that we have as team members uh those are things i think that that you know keep me going and i unplug digitally so as much as i am on social media i also have to unplug digitally there's a lot of noise out there uh but there's a lot of goodness and opportunity that we all have and i think if we can practice healthy habits if we foster the relationships those things are all going to give us the spirit and the energy for for you know taking on tough tough issues 
Excellent. Love it. Uh, last question. Do you have a teacher in your past who made a difference in your life? If so, who was it? And what would you say if given the chance to say thank you? Uh, it was uh, Mr. Carl Badishill. Uh He was my, my band director uh, in uh, 11th grade. And uh, I, I wasn't the best role model in school. Let me, let me just say that. I, in in my, my high school days, I was not the, the absolute best role model. Um, but I went through my own youth trouble in school. And um, it, was, it was Mr. Battishill that reached out to me over a summer and invited me to camp and invited me to participate in a community of music when I was struggling to feel like I was fitting in, to feel like I was accomplishing something. Um, and that difference uh, of him reaching out and caring to me personally, not just in the classroom or not just in the hallway, made all the difference in the world of who I became uh, and, and how I went on to be successful after high school and into college and where I am today. And, and I would certainly say, I, I don't know that he ever knows how much of, of a difference he meant, in, meant to me in my life, but I would certainly say thank you. And he's certainly a hero of mine. And that, I, you know, I think about, I hope all of our kids meet a, meet a Carl Battishel. That is so awesome, especially because right there, what you just said, the, the message there is uh, that uh, you, you just wish that every kid could have uh, have someone have that type of impact in their life, in their, in their school with them. So good stuff. Uh, uh, JP, it was awesome talking with you today. Thanks so much for sharing Navigate 360 with us. I love the, I love the focus. I love what you guys do. And uh, it was great talking with you today. Wishing you the best. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Hey, you have been listening to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, a podcast to help you help kids achieve their dreams. Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is a member of the podcast network based in Canada called Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. The opinions expressed on Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 are those of the guests and hosts. Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions. Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Hey, thanks for listening. It would be awesome if you visited my website at stephenmaletto.com and connected with me, left a review, and listened to more episodes. And by the way, you could also share it with your friends, with your family, and uh, your colleagues. Thanks so much. You're awesome. <laughs>